You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to giving you the inside scoop on what's happening on the lakes and waterways of our region, with a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend. Your hosts, VNM Bates General Manager Kevin Jean and Camus Boats Pro Staffer Steve Graff. Two guys with years of tournament experience with Pro Am circuits like ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers willing to share their knowledge and to give you inside information to make you a better angler. So get ready to take some notes and learn exactly how anglers are catching the big stringers right here on Tackle Talk Live. Here are your hosts, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. everybody you're watching i didn't hear zero hello everybody you're watching tackle talk live a show dedicated to making you a better angler i'm camus boats pro staffer steve graff along with vnm general manager kevin jean and it is may 2nd of 2023 wednesday may 2nd of 2023 and we are coming to you live tonight and kevin today we're going to sit down and visit with a young man that i'm looking forward to to hearing i mean we're talking a young man 18 year old caden muke uh, our Muck, the winner of last week's Outdoor Outlaws or Outlaw Outdoors team series on Sam Rayburn. But big twist, he's 18 years old and he did it by himself, Kevin. He did. He did. His So his dad is his normal partner in the Outlaw Outdoors, uh, the Outlaw team series. And the Brandon Bell competitors was off limits last weekend. So those guys could not fish and his dad is fishing Brandon Bell. So he went solo, Steve. Went solo, weighed in 29 pounds. Won the whole thing. Second place was 19 pounds. Uh, Steve, probably the hot, no, the, there ain't no probably to it. The hottest angler on Sam Raven right now. He weighed in 30 pounds last weekend in the high school tournament. A month ago, he weighed in 33 pounds in the high school tournament. So uh, 18 years old, hottest stick on the one of the hottest lakes in the country, Sam Raven. I mean, I just can't wrap my head around that, Kevin. I mean, we're talking an 18-year-old youngster, still in high school, basically. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's just, uh, it's incredible to me what these young kids are doing and, and doing it consistently. And, yeah, uh, and and the knowledge. I mean, I talked to Caden earlier on the phone, just kind of chatting up with him, trying to get him ready for the show. And I, there was no getting him ready. He's ready. I mean, it's just like, who we interviewed a couple weeks ago from the Open, the kid that finished second, who's yeah. an 18-year-old senior in high school, finished second in the Open. Exactly. These these kids are wise beyond their years. They, I mean, they get it. They, you know, they and they get all sides of it. And, and you're gonna hear from Caden himself. And uh, I mean, like I said, he he just gets it. He gets the whole yeah. thing. He gets yeah. he gets the fishing side and he gets the business side. And those are the ones that'll make it. Yep, yep. And we'll also wrap up uh, last week's Bass Champs event on Toledo Bend. And we're going to preview this week's upcoming, as Kevin's already mentioned, the Brandon Belt be taking place on Sam Rayburn. Uh, we got lake reports. And, hey, guys, uh, water's a little bit on the rise. I went across Toledo yesterday and was really surprised how high the water was. But we've got – and with the rain we've got coming this week, uh, by the weekend, the, the Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend both could still be on the rise. So uh, maybe some fish in the bushes for you guys this weekend. We've got lake reports, upcoming tournaments, all this today and more on Tackle Talk Live. First, we're going to take a quick break to recognize a few of our awesome sponsors. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. 
Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Health Care will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Health Care. Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323. For all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from Sea Ark and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat or maybe you just need to service the boat you have let the boat shop fix you up to learn more call 318-402-0399 or go to shreveportboatshop.com the next time you're on I-49, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana, stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, or drinks, they have it. While you're there, check out Cypress Knee Outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need. Top name brands like Strike King, Santones, Pro, or the number one soft plastics made, VM. On the hunting side, they carry guns from Mossberg, Winchester, and Remington. Plus, they've got a great supply of ammunition. Let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Thank you for tuning us in today or tonight here on, again, May the 10th of 2023. This segment presented by Toledo Health, the boat shop, and 3J's four-way home of Cypress Knee Outdoors. Exit 127 off I-49, just south of Natchitoches. And uh, so if you're looking for a place to stop in, stock up on some good VNM product and maybe get you a drink and some fried chicken or a Crispito, hey, uh, no better place better than Cypress Knee Outdoors. Right there inside 3J's four-way. Uh, on the Tackle Talk hotline, we've got a young man I'm really looking forward to hearing from today. And uh, he's got all kind of GPS coordinates he's going to share with us. Uh, Caden Mick. And Caden, I hope you got those coordinates with you. That was part of the re requirement to be on the show today. <laughs> I don't know about all that now. <laughs> his dad is fishing the Brandon Belt tournament might not appreciate that too much Steve Cade yeah, uh, man look before we brought you on I kind of broke it down uh, and let's just be honest you're you're the hottest stick on Sam Rayburn right now um, won the, the high school tournament a month ago with over 33 pounds won the high school championship last weekend with 30 pounds uh, and just won the Outlaw Team Series number four with 29 pounds by yourself, because we, we we talked about your dad wasn't able to fish, and he's your partner in those in those events. Tw over 29 pounds by yourself. Second place was 19 pounds. Man, congratulations! Uh, wow, is all I have to say. You are you're you're hot right now. There's no doubt about that. 
Well, thank you, sir. I do appreciate it. Let's yep. let's talk a little bit, Caden. Uh, first of all, again, your dad could not fish with you, and he's y'all fishing this whole series, correct? Yes, sir. That's correct. And, and he couldn't fish. Brandon Belt guys were off limits. I hate that for outlaw team series. Uh, I, man, that's just tough to have guys give the weekend, you know, tournaments that do a, a weekend off before. But you know, that's that's their call. That's how they're going to run their tournament. But man, that's makes it tough uh, on everybody. So your dad's not able to fish. Um, man, break it down for us. 29 pounds. Let's, let's tell you what, let's tell you what, let's go back to last weekend, 30 pounds okay. last weekend. Uh, yes. was the 30 pounds last weekend, a spot? Was it a technique? Was it a bait? Kind of break down 30 pounds last weekend for us. It really, really was a rotation of, of three or four spots, to be honest with you. Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, we actually, let me take that back. Uh, I had a few fish found in some brush piles, you know, stuff running around doing that, and uh, it, it wasn't working out for us. Um, and we kind of thought the day was kind of a waste. That was about ten thirty, eleven. Um, and so we just kind of ran ran to this spot that, you know, we caught some fish on, you know, months prior or the month prior, and uh, <clears throat> man, we really didn't think it'd be that good. I mean, it's kind of a it's really a timing deal. You kind of have to pull up, and it's all about timing. Well, I mean, we pulled up at the right time. I mean, they <clears throat> first cast we caught. I think our big bass was the 880. I think first cast, and it, I mean, it was bam, bam, bam. We caught three there, and we went to another spot, kind of the same way, sets up the same, it, and finished out our limit by about 12 o'clock. So, I mean, it all happened within an hour, hour and a half. Um, and that was. That was that day. I mean, it was yeah. kind of a, kind of a lucked out deal, but I mean, it, it still has some, you know, play to it. Caden, when you pull up on these kind of spots like that, and you catch three, you got an eight eighty, and then some really good fish to go with it. Two other ones. What what makes you decide? Okay, we, we're we're done here. Let's let's go to the next one. How long do you give a spot like that? Um, usually I'll pull up and and either, you know, crank them or throw a you know, kind of a reaction bait in there. And I mean, uh, uh, if they, if it fires off, I mean, it fires off. If not, I'll, I'll drag, you know, Carolina rig or, you know, big Texas rig. And if I don't get a bite, you know, I kind of go on to the next one. Um, yeah. It's either these places, they kind of pull up and feed. They're not there all the time per se, you know. Yeah. yeah. So last weekend, 30 pounds, majority of that weight came off one, one spot. Uh, deep spot? Yeah. I'm assuming it, it's not too deep. Uh, I'd say 18 to 20 foot. Gotcha. Okay. Is, is grass a factor in this area? Is the is, is uh, area holding a lot of grass? Good hydrilla. Um, there's not, there's not grass specifically on it, but there's not grass too far from it either. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So Caden, so fast forward to this weekend, you go out by yourself. You just had 30 last weekend. Again, basically on one spot, kind of take us through the day Saturday. Uh, do, do we run straight to it? Do we go try to catch some other fish, topwater fish or some shad spawn stuff or kind of take us through the day? Um, yeah. So I, when I practiced Friday, man, I, I didn't even idle over or check. Up. I kind of, I planned on starting there. If it worked out, it worked out. If not, it, it didn't. Um, you know, so I, I didn't even look at that. I had some other fish found, nothing that caliber, but, uh, 
man, I didn't even I didn't even go to a Shad's Farm deal. I had some stuff, other stuff. So I started out on that spot Saturday, and I caught one fish off of it. Uh, I caught a my big biggest fish first cast deal. It was a eight eight eighty three or whatever it was, and um, I I didn't get another bite, so I went to another spot kind of like it, and I caught a five pounder. And that was it. I mean, I, I ran another spot kind of like it, and it, it wasn't that, you know, there wasn't nothing there. So I kind of canned all that, and I went and uh, used my forward-facing sonar and caught the other three. Uh, I caught some on some brush, some on some standing timber type stuff, just just uh, suspended fish, live scoping. Caden, would you, would you also say that, you know, now that we're on the tail end of the spawn, the very tail end of it, uh, would you say the fish are starting to set up now back in their summer haunts? They're, they're already starting to get in that mode? Yeah, I think so. The, the spawn is, I think it's, it's you know, for sure over with, and they're starting to ease out or, or you know, do their summer deal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got some fish moving in brush piles and, and doing other things, stuff like that. Right. Caden, those, uh, those live scope fish, two questions here. One, how deep a water was you over for those fish? And two, what kind of baits are we talking about? Are we talking about jerk bait, swim bait, or, or something different for those live scope fish? Yeah, uh, I would live scope anywhere. We're losing you. You there? You hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I was. I was live scoping uh, anywhere from, you know, 12 to 26 or 8 feet of water, almost 30 foot, um, just kind of roaming around looking for fish. I mean, it takes a while to find one. You find one, and, and you know, you, you try to make him commit. Um, there's not a – there wasn't a whole lot of fish to be thrown at, but there was enough to, you know, fulfill my limit. Um, Baits-wise, I threw – I go through a couple jerk baits. I'll throw the, uh, you know, the six inch, uh, DD, you know, the deep diver. And then I'll throw a, a slow sinking six cents also. Um, and then if that don't work, I, you know, I'll throw a swim bait on like a half ounce or three quarter ounce jig head, just different things like that. Yeah. Now are you having to, are you having, are you talking 30, 25, 30 foot, are you having to fizz a lot of these fish that you're catching from that deeper water? No, well, the fish are are mostly suspended up. I mean, they're not, but ten or twelve foot under the surface sometimes. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. 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 What in practice? In in practice, Caden, did you get anything else going? What's give us kind of a lake update, lake report right now for Sam Rayburn? Uh, You know, what what all else is there? Other things happening on the lake? What what's going on fish report wise? Um, I mean, there's definitely some fish to be caught up shallow. Uh, I had some, you know, some frog bites and stuff throwing the top water around. But, man, I just don't feel like them big bags could come from something like that. I don't feel like you should catch a, you know, the bags it takes to win on Raver, you know, 30, upward of 30, 35. Um, but there is definitely some fish to be caught. I think you can catch a pretty good stack throwing a frog around. Um you know, I yeah. caught some on a suit in practice. Um, I mean, there's there is a shallow place, but like I said, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, maybe, it's but not, I just don't have the confidence. You know, it's not. It's just not a winning pattern. It could probably go get some checks no. doing it for sure. Probably not a winning pattern. 
Caden, to have your expertise and to be catching the kind of bags you're catching right now, especially at 18 years old, what would you attribute your success to at this point in your career? Is it dad? Is it a grandpa? Who, who's kind it, of put you on a – It's definitely my dad. Uh, my dad, we've been fishing for – actually, by being saying that, my mom sent me a picture today. Ten years ago was our first tournament. We fished at Passing Bugs on – on Lake Livingston. I mean, we've I've grown up fishing with him, and and he's a heck of a man to uh, to look up to, for sure. He's a he's a really good angler, and I, I'm glad to learn from him. Um, yeah. Now, now this now, is the team, Steve, that won. I forget what team Mark and his partner won last year. Uh, it's a big tournament, maybe the Texas Shootout. Caden, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and we couldn't get him on the show. So, Caden, tell your dad if they win the belt this coming weekend. He has yeah. to be on the show next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll let him know. Hey, man, he, him and, and David Curtis both, they're about as tight lift as I've, as I've ever met. But I'll have to tell him. Uh, one, one last question, Caden. So your dad didn't fish. He is he fished the whole circuit with you. You won the event yeah. and won $7,000. Did you split it with him or yeah. did you follow? <laughs> yeah. We, ain't, uh, we haven't established that yet. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, we, we've been joking around. You need to lay some ground rules for that one. Do what? You need to lay some ground rules for that deal. I mean, you need to say, oh, hey, look, you ain't not in the boat. Now, if you're using spots that he gave you, you might have to, you know, nah, pony He wasn't up. there, Steve. He wasn't yeah. there. He, he didn't net any. <laughs> you might have to pony up a little bit if he gave you the spots. But otherwise, they, they those are yours, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. man, congratulations. Hell of Heck of a weekend, uh, heck of a year so far, man. Uh, we hope and wish you the best going forward, and, and we're sure we'll be talking again soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that guide trip, Caden. I'll be calling you soon. <laughs> All righty. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Caden Mick, uh, 18 years old. Kevin, I'm just telling you, I, I am amazed at that, that uh, – it's 30 pound bags routine. Like it's just like, like I'm catching 12 to 14. Right? It, it's, he's catching thirties and it's just amazing to me. Uh, and, and I just factor in, is it the electronics or is it just being doing what they're doing on the deep water fish on Rayburn? Like obviously they're setting up right, right now on Rayburn where these deep water guys like Derek Mundy, some of these guys that are deep water guys, they're probably fixing to start to shine again. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely, I definitely think so. Them, the deep water stuff, and Caden is, he's a deep water guy. So, uh, you know, but looking at the results, Steve, I mean, second place is 19 pounds. It ain't like they just bit. And, and it's more impressive to me, being that he fished by himself, that it wasn't just one spot. Uh, it was, you know, he caught him, you know, he caught an eight and a five, and then he just went scoping to, to have the mannerism and uh, the wherewithal to go do that by yourself at that age knowing what you got to have to win this thing uh that's what is super impressive to me yeah yeah that's exactly right okay we're going to take another quick break when we return we're going to look back at last week's bass champs on toledo bend uh we're going to preview the brandon belt on sam rayburn and we've got lake level reports for toledo bend and sam rayburn as both lakes should be on the rise this week with all the rain we got coming all this when we return more with your while you're watching Tackle Talk Live.
Are you looking for the finest custom-built rods ever made? Then look no further than Pride Rods. Fishing rods built to last and made in Montgomery, Texas. Constructed by Mr. Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up and try it for yourself. You'll see why so many anglers are using Pride Rods. To learn more, go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040. The next time you're headed for Toledo Bend or Sam Rayburn, stop by Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle. They have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones. Whether your trip calls for bass fishing, white perch tackle, catfish bait, or the ultimate fighting shiners, Keith's Tackle has you covered. Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Ben. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans' insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. I'm Cambridge Buzz Pro Staffer. Steve Graff along with B&M General Manager Kevin Jean. And this segment is presented by Pride Rods. Keith Toledo Bend Tackle and the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, Texas. Once again, two locations, one in Nacogdoches and one right there in Broadus, Texas, just off the banks and shores of Sam Rayburn. So that being said, Kevin, Outlaw, 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 Outlaw Outdoors final standings from this past week. Caden Mick, first place, 29-23. Second place, Kelly Owens, Roger Bacon, 19-61. Third place, Bob Boat and Andy Boat had 1783. Fourth place, Lindy Hadley had 1699. Fifth place, Lynn Adcock and Ryan McWilliams had 1689. And it took 19th place, took 1357 to get the last $500 check. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's, uh... that's what I'm saying, Steve. I mean, that's what makes what Caden done. So impressive, you know, to yeah. you know, twenty nine, nineteen, and took thirteen to get a check. So it's almost like, what body of water were you fishing? You know, yeah, you, yeah. You just, you just wonder where in the heck was this dude at? But uh, anyway, uh, again, the numbers don't lie. I mean, it, it, and, and like I said, this ain't a one time deal for him. This is like no. two, three weeks in a row he's been doing. The third it. time in a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, hats off. Uh, whatever he's doing, it's working. <clears throat> now, Bass Champs on Toledo Bend last weekend. Kevin, you know, I think one of the bigger stories here for this for Bass Champs is only 109 teams showed up for this event. 
And then that's rare for those guys. They they normally two hundred plus. And but I'm noticing that they haven't hit two hundred this whole year, Steve. Uh, well, and I'm right. fishing them. I'm fishing champs. Yeah. Uh, me and my partner jumped in them and fished them this year. Um, just because they fit my schedule. The only thing that that I could fish that that fish that fit the schedule, or actually, let me let me tell the truth, it fits my daughter's schedule. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So. You know, and I, and man, it, it's just heartbreaking seeing the numbers of bass chance. But I mean, again, you got Outlaw Team Series right here. I don't know exactly how many they had, um, you know, this weekend at Rayburn. Uh, and you got guys that, well, they, they couldn't practice for belt because it was off limits. But they just see there's something going on every lake right now. You know, it's just hard to keep the, the days of old when everybody fished, you know, what was going on that weekend. It's just hard to con- continue doing that. And we're going to go. I'm just glad they had 100 on Toledo Bend, though. Oh, yeah, and we're going to get back to that in just a second. Let me give these results because I've got some numbers for you that uh, I just found astounding between Texas Team Trail. Uh, it's just a lot of people, they're down. Uh, a lot of circuits today. Even Shreveport, H&W, Mike Eccles, they're, they're down. But anyway, Martin Nell shot Mark Price. Uh, Kevin, I'm telling you, you, you've been around a long time like I have. These, This team right here. If you said who is the best team in the history in the last 25 years that has probably won more money than any other team out there, these two guys would probably be at the top of the list. They'd be in the top three. They'd be in the top five. Be top five. Best all-time team yeah. from this region. These guys right here have been fishing together. I think I interviewed Mark today, and I think he told me they've been together for over 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, I've been fishing tournaments for 20 years on Toledo Bend now, and they've been fishing them together ever since, I know. And, uh, again, it's Martin Elshot, Mark Price. They won the Bass Champs with 24.26. Seven had a 763 kicker uh, for a payday of $20,500 with the Garmin bonus. Uh, you know, And, again, talking to Mark today, they had a couple of stretches that – and they were fishing five to eight foot of water, and he said, for you know – for them, normally the worm's a big deal for Martin and and uh, Mark Price, but he said crankbait. He said it was a crankbait for us this time. Did you say five to eight foot of water? Yes. Yep. They were. I they know their boat went that shallow. Well, that's I, I've never known them to be real deep water guys, but they've never been real shallow shallow water guys. But anyway, uh, that's what Mark was saying today that they caught them off guard a little bit because they're not really big crankbait guys, but. That's what they were hitting, and they found a lot of fish in two spots. And they said, We just worked on them. I said, And we had them pretty quick. Uh, Benji Gillette and Dustin Rivers was second in this event with 20 pounds, uh, 20.22. And Tater Reynolds and Harold Moore, two guys also very familiar with the winter circle, they had five fish for third place for 19.75. Casey Weldon and Terry Hotard from Hemp Hill. They had five fish for 19.72 for fourth. Fifth place, Andre Martin, <clears throat> excuse me, and Justin Martin, they had five fish for 19.68. Uh, sixth place was Marshall Hughes, Cole Stewart, five fish for 18.95. Cole Hand of Shreveport and Ty Humphreys from Stonewall were seventh with 18.47. Glenn Bagley and Mitch Stevenson from Beaumont were eighth with 16.61. Ninth place was Trent Manuel, George Glass from DeRitter. They had five fish that weighed 16.60. And rounding out the top 10, Matthew Boyd and Jennifer Carter 
of Converse. They had a 791 kicker with a total weight of 1642 to round out the top 10. So uh, congratulations to all you guys. Good job. Yeah, and, and see, again, from fish, and we had we had 13 pounds, uh, give or take a little bit. We had 13 or so, and uh, fishing was tough. Um, I, I, I did not get any practice in the weekend before because, of course, Bass Champs is off limits. Didn't get any practice in, but uh, the la- the weekend prior, but I did, go, you know, have went up and fished a little bit, and uh, I was really expecting to catch them. I'll be honest, I was expecting to catch them out deep cranking. And uh, throwing a Carolina rig or football jig, and it didn't happen for us. And we checked a lot of deep spots. Um, And I've talked to a lot of guys. I talked to Kevin Lazzy on earlier today, and uh, he couldn't catch him out deep either. I don't know what happened because the fish, if you remember back in the open, the deep fish was was happening, and it was it was it was happening out there pretty pretty good. And uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying or saying that nobody caught them deep. Some guys did catch them deep. Um, but it did not happen like I thought it would. It did not go down out deep like I thought it would. But looking at the results right there tells you one thing. The north bite is on. Um, I know I know Elshot and Price fish up north. I know Benji. Uh, Benji and them fish up north. That's where they're from. Uh, looking down at all the checks, uh, most all che- – I ain't going to say most all, but most of the checks came from north of the bridge. Yeah. Uh, so it's happening. It's firing up there a little bit more. Um, and we almost went that way. I wish now we would have, um, but it's definitely, you know, you can look at that results and, and it just, and it, you know, it's glaring fact that it came from North. Well, out of 109 teams, there were 37 limits weighed in, five fish limits. After that, it dropped off pretty quick to three fish, two fish, one fish. I mean, it dropped off hard after that. Of course, a bunch of zeros, guys that just didn't weigh in. They might have had some fish, but didn't weigh in. Yeah. I mean, that was us. I mean, we had, like I said, we had 13 on my on my five-fish scale. We had 13-2 or something like that. And, yeah. uh, man, it's just, it, it, you know, it was – we didn't put in at Cypress, so we didn't make that run. You're not getting a check on Sleet of Ben with 13 pounds. Now, here's yeah. a little bit of a shocker for me. Here's a guy, Harold Allen and Matt Losher, uh, 46, didn't, did not weigh in. I don't mean they don't have any fish, but they didn't weigh in. And that, that, this is Harold's time of year. I, I mean, I, I was, I'm telling you, Steve, it's different. It feels weird this past weekend. I don't know if it was just Saturday. Um, fishing was, was – they wasn't where they should be this time of year. I didn't catch them there. I didn't see them there. I graphed a lot, did not see them. Uh, you know, we went shallow and caught our fish, you know, yeah, um, and we were one decent fish away from a check and we went shallow and caught them again. I talked to several guys today, again, Kevin Lazio, talked to him today. They went shallow to catch their fish. So, uh, it was, it was, it was different. It was, uh, it was a different May being, it was a May tournament. It was, uh, it was not the usual May bite. I'll say well, you, you know, grass is great and we're glad when it, we're glad it's back. Is it getting to the point? Cause I'm hearing guys saying, there's so much grass in certain areas, it's hard to fish. No, I want that. I, I want as much grass falling matted. I want it matted. I just want yeah, grass that, that were matted. Right. But you know what I'm <laughs> saying? There's a lot of guys that, you know, they don't adjust well to, to a lot of grass. They, they no, and adjust. it's taking a lot of pockets out of, like, you, there's some pockets you go in and house in a six mile. You can't even fish in there. It's just grass exactly. over. Right, right. Uh, I think that's, they're kind of, again, right. They're complaining, but they're happy it's there. But, you know, yeah. again, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But 
getting back to low numbers, and again, we're not picking on Bass Champs. Uh, they're one of my sponsors for hooking up and tracking down. I'm sure not going to pick on them. It's every tournament trail, Steve. It's, it's every, every tournament trail. And talking to Clint Wade, uh, Clint brought up an interesting point. He said he's probably down 3%, maybe 4 overall. That continue his numbers are continuing to be f- steady, uh, and I think Clint appeals to he's got a following now. Oh he, yeah, he's got a following over there at Rayburn, and uh, between there and two, he he got guys that follow him pretty closely now, uh, and and that's a good thing. Uh, that's a good yeah. thing. Do you think adding another big circuit like Brandon Belt Circuit has really affected like Bass Champs and Texas Team Trail? I mean, it has, and I'm not gonna say, you know, adding Brandon Belt. It, Steve, it's just there's 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 just so many things to fish. Oh, um, I so added it up, Kevin. There's 16 organizations in yeah. Texas, 16 that guys have the option to fish right now. Yeah. Well, and again, you know, when we did our show into the end of the year 2022 on all of this. I, I just it's everything. It is life in general. It is the number of tournaments. Um, as busy as life is for everybody right now, my, my, I don't fish nowhere near like I did five years ago because I have a daughter that plays softball and we're going all the time playing softball. Exactly. And, and that's, that's a lot of people. A lot of people's kids play baseball, play other sports, and they have to go do that. <laughs> that, is more, that happens more nowadays than it used to right. as, as much. Um, <laughs> and just across, you know, there's there's a small percentage of guys like me there's a small a small percentage of guys that there's too many circuits to fish there's a small percentage of guys that i don't want to compete with four face and sonar yeah gas expenses clint, clint, brought that up. clint brought that up about he said i've got guys that have told me they don't fish anymore tournament trails because they don't want to compete with forward face and sonar yeah they just I, don't I, fish the I, weekend clubs and, and i've never You'll never convince me as to uh, that being a legitimate reason. Uh, I think another thing guys are doing now, they're sitting down and looking at the schedules and they're saying, and the circuits, and they're looking at it and saying, okay, all right, I know the group of guys that are fishing this. I can't really compete with them. But if I go fish this, I can compete with these guys. I think they're picking and choosing now. What well, they and let me say this. It is hard <laughs> There's so many guys, Cleveland and Rayburn specifically, that do this for a living, that yes. fish every weekend tournaments, and that, that are guides or, you know, that do right. it for a living some form, some way. And it's hard to compete against those guys if you don't get time to practice. Yeah. And that is one of the things that's very, very hard. And that is a big factor in all of this is if you don't have two or three days to go practice, there's no sense in going to show up. No, you're exactly right. And here's another thing I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up. When you look at Brandon Belt, that's twelve hundred dollar entry fee. When you look at PTTO, another twelve hundred dollar entry fee. As a matter of fact, I think it's fifteen hundred dollar entry fee. Uh, matter of fact, I think it actually goes to seventeen fifty when you have the entry, the uh, membership fee and everything added in that you can end up paying seventeen fifty. But my point is. There's only so many Todd Castledines and 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 Russell Cecil's out there that will really fish that level because they know they probably got a shot. Those circuits, I think, are going to struggle. PTTO is really struggling. They started out when I fished it two years ago when they first opened up. We had right at 100 teams, which was, I think, a cutoff. Now, if they've got 30, they're 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 happy right now. They're well, I don't know if they're happy, but 
they're, they're drawing about 30 to 40 anglers a tournament now. And so I'm wondering, is that one that's going to fade away? Is it because the entry fee is so high? You know, you got a select group of guys that'll fish that kind of stuff. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know. There's so much that, that that's a, that's a whole nother box of worms. There's so much that goes into that. Um, outside of everything we just named, it's, you know, then expenses like you're kind of going with and the price of gas, the way it was. Yep. Um, baits, the price of every rods, reels, line. What it cost? Travel. Fishing, tra- I mean, boats. Period. Yeah. What it cost to fish is just outrageous. Oh, it is. Um, so you know, it, it, that, that's a whole different discussion. I mean, we could spend hours and hours and have and open this up for discussion and get twenty different answers from twenty oh, different amen. people. Amen. Yeah. Um, but the, nevertheless, it's affecting the tournaments absolutely, yeah. as yeah. you said. You know, Bass Champs has had 100 to 130, I think, all year. <clears throat> Ten years ago, that would have been – if Bass Champs had 100, people would be shocked. Yeah. It was 200-plus every every yeah. weekend Bass Champs. Come up 300, yeah. I remember 300-boat tournaments with Bass Champs. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. One, the first one of Tra- the year, Rayburn, was over 300. Yeah, and I remember 400 numbers on Texas Team Trail. 400 yeah. boats, uh, events. So, uh, but anyway, it, it's just food for thought, you know, and, uh, if you've got an opinion, those of you that are watching, Hey, you got an opinion, shoot us a line on our, on our, uh, Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Also upcoming of, uh, let's see, Lake levels real quick. Rayburn is at 164.73. It's 3.96 inches above pool. So it's, it's, it's up 10 day gain of, uh, well, uh, 2.76 has come up 2.76 inches in 10 days, 24-hour gain, 0.72, so it's actually still on the rise. Toledo Bend actually is the same as it was last week at this time, 171.7. Uh, it's uh, uh, 3.6 inches low right now, 10-day gain of 0.36, uh, 24-hour loss in the last 24 hours. It's come down 0.12 inches, and uh, but – Toledo Bend fluctuates a lot more than Rayburn does because they're generating. and uh, But, again, with this rain we've got coming in, they're talking two uh, uh, just south of Shreveport up to maybe two, two and a half inches. Well, that's Logan's Port. That's Sabine River. That It could have a it could jump on them by the weekend, Kevin, if they get that kind of rain. It could. It could. And I know we got, we're going to have some rain this week. Uh, Toledo is the one to watch me. How much are they going to pull with this rain that they're having? As you said, it's kind of, it's still, for it to be stable, you know, water's coming in because they're taking it out. So, yeah. and this is going to have a lot of water coming down the pipe. So, Toledo is the one to watch. Raven's going to rise. Uh, yeah. But how fast do they pull Toledo been down? That's that's the one to watch. Your opinion, would you rather fish Toledo with it up or with it down below pool? I mean, what time of year are we talking? <laughs> right now. I'm talking right now. Uh, if you drop it down, the grass will be matted over. Yeah. I, I want it. I want to drop down just because it, that allows me to do what I want to do. Right. Um, that's fish out deep. Yeah. Um, that takes away the shout, the five to eight foot that the guys you're saying wanted on you know, chance that takes that away from them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. All right, upcoming events. Of course, we got Brandon Belt this coming weekend on Rayburn, May 12th and 13th. You got the Sealy Big Bass Splash next week 
on Toledo Bend, May 19th, 20th, and 21st. And you got the ABA Solo 150. I got a notice from them today. Uh, registration is open May 26th and 27th on Toledo Bend out of Lost Frontier Park. And uh, if you're looking to sign up for that event, you have to be the deadline to enter is next Friday, May 19th. Not this Friday. Next Friday, May 19th at 5 o'clock. You got to be entered at that point. Entry fee is $600. It's a two-day event. Again, May 27th and 28th. That's a Friday and a Saturday. It is Memorial Day weekend. And uh, so it's going to be crowded. Just get ready. Yeah. No, it definitely will be. Um <clears throat> let's have a look belt coming up this weekend I, i'm to see the weights i mean i know Caden had 29 but 19 and then took 13 to get a check so his fishing is not easy I, i'm really interested to see what these guys do this weekend and the amount of rain that they're fixing to get and got lately um you know to see where rayburn goes this upcoming weekend and what comes you know with the brandon belt weights. well you got the big dogs in there this week you got you do you got some guys that are experienced there they this time of year and again you got the Derek Mundys of the world over there that are there if those deep water fish are biting like they were last week for for Caden uh it could be a shootout I mean we, we could have you could probably have five bags over 25 pounds uh for this event and uh it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they had a five over 25 pounds I haven't looked at the weather what's the weather are we what's the weather going to be like this weekend uh, this weekend, it's 30% chance of rain, I think, on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, it's supposed to be pretty. So, wind? Uh, I don't know about the wind. I don't know about the wind. I, I can see definitely that. see that. Uh, it's a two-day tournament, especially on day one. They're going they're gonna they're to lean on them hard on day one. thing about Rayburn is if you're catching them, you got to catch them. Um, yeah. One, because Rayburn is hit and miss so hard, especially on them deep spots. Uh, you don't know if you're going to catch them on day two. Plus, you got to catch them just to be in contention. Um, yeah. so, Day one, the weights are going to be really, really good. I, I imagine the season fall off for day two. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens at Raven over there this weekend. Now, I know that uh, the the purpose of Sabine Reservoir uh, – excuse me, Sabine uh, – Sam Raven Reservoir, the purpose of that reservoir is a water control lake. So my, my question is, if water starts coming in the lake and the lake starts to rise, how does that affect the deeper fish – does it pull them off and make them come up? No, nah, um, I mean, if, if it came way up, way up, yes. But what it's going to, you know, the, it, it's not going to affect, it's not going to come up enough to affect them. I'll yeah. put it that way. And I do know when they're pulling water, they are pulling water. When they do pull water at Sam Rayburn, it it, it can be on on them brush yeah. tops. I mean, yeah, it can now, be on. fish, period, it can be on the points, everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, when they if they go to pulling, oh, yeah, they gonna catch them. They gonna catch yeah. them big, big bags. I'm talking, you know, take 17 a day to get a check. But yeah. I don't know if it, I don't I don't see that happening this weekend as far as them pulling. I don't think it's gonna get that high. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but again, and Caden alluded to it, the frog bite's happening. So yeah. Uh, you know, there's gonna be a lot of checks cashed several different ways: deep, shallow, grass, frogging, so on yeah. and so forth. So they'll be able to they'll be they'll be check cash a lot of different ways. Do you pay attention to the to the dam and what they're doing down there at the dam? I mean, I, I, this time of year, I want to know if they're pulling or not. I want to know what time of the day they're pulling, right? You know, to see what time the water, you know, what time that because that, that that will have a lot of effect on those fish. Oh, if they're yeah. pulling every day from three to five, or they're yep. pulling every morning. Those deep fish that that will affect them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
right, uh, uh, real quick, I want to give a special thanks. Uh, last night, I had the, the golden opportunity and uh, to, to be the guest speaker for the Hemp Hill High School Bass Club. I want to thank them for allowing me to be their guest speaker at their awards banquet last night and uh, gave us some good PR for Tackle Talk Live and uh, my other program, Hooking Up and Tracking Down. Special thanks to Stephen English. Uh, actually, Stephen and I have been paired up in a boat together. Uh, great angler in his own right. He's the superintendent of schools. I appreciate him asking me to do that last night and uh, looking forward to maybe doing that again for them one day. Uh, the entire Bass Club staff, they do a great job. They put on a great event last night. And uh, they just do an excellent job with this program. They are all in. I'm telling you, I was really impressed with the enthusiasm from the parent support. And they've even got a club staff, that, that uh, a board, that is all in. And they really go all the way for these kids. And then you guys that are fishing the Hemp Hill Bass Club, count your blessings. You are lucky to have people like you've got over there uh, working for you guys and trying to help y'all out as much as they can and, and make you better anglers. So, uh, uh, Kevin, the kid, these kids are the future. I mean, these, there's some, there's some, this is where it's at. The high school bass fishing is where it's at. Yeah. I mean, again, look what we, Caden today, 18 years old, senior in high school. Look what he's doing. He's kicking everybody's butt, uh, including mine. So that's exactly right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, between high school fishing, college fishing, that you know, they have such an opportunity that, that we never had growing up. I got a little bit of the college in it late, but uh, you know, just to have the opportunity to to fish at you know again in, in high school is, is uh, a privilege and it's an honor to be able to go do that. And I'm I would love to have had that opportunity for sure. Yeah, and another real quick shout out. Last week there was uh, two big events on Red River. There was a high school tournament, a one day deal. Then there was a two day college uh, championship on Red River. And uh, Kevin, I, I was I was impressed. There was some, uh, especially on the college series. They, there was two or three bags over fifteen come in. We hadn't seen that in a while on Red River. And uh, conditions, I guess, were right. A lot of these guys are running all the way to pool five, two two and a half hour run. From Natchitoches, uh, they made the runs. I think five of the top ten came out of pool five. and uh, But I was happy to see the weights I was seeing. A lot of 13s to 14s, a lot of weight in that category. Good to see. The, that's consistency. That makes me think that the restocking program by the Red yeah. River Waterway Commission is actually starting to work. No, it is. There's no doubt about that. Um, without that, it, it, it wouldn't be there, Steve. It wouldn't yeah. be doing what it's doing right now without the restocking program. Nope. Uh, and it's going to continue to get better. There's no doubt. I mean, these the fishing will continue to get better, and that's that's really really good for Red River. It's really good for Natchitoches and Shreveport that brings these tournaments in. Yep. Both cities do an outstanding job hosting tournaments. Uh, I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see it for everybody involved. Red River is on its way back. Yes, and the participation numbers were really off the chart. Yep. Over 100 teams in each one of those. Uh, I think 160 or 170 in the college division. They they were it was really. Uh, great turnout. So uh, very happy to see that. All right. Anything else we got? I think that does it for today. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all tuning us in. Uh, please check us out on our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to become a member of our sponsorship team, please message us on our Facebook page. Kevin will make sure he sends out a detailed packet. And uh, for Kevin Jean, yours truly, Steve Graff. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week with more Tackle Talk Live.